Ladies and gentlemen, Russia appears to have taken Solidar. We are going to be looking at what is next, uh, what Ukrainians can do to stabilize the front lines, and where I think Russia is going to move to. I'm Paul, U.S. Army combat veteran. It is January 12th, 2023. This is your daily Ukraine update. Let's get right into it. Okay, first, Different maps are reporting different things because of how fast the situation in Solidar is changing. Uh, as you guys can see, there are some fairly significant changes to the front lines. Again, most notably in Solidar. Uh, here you've got a report in which Russian forces hold the town center and the surrounding areas, but I think this is actually probably about 10 to 12 hours out of date. Uh, but you guys can see that ukrainian forces if they at the if they were to be in this situation right when this was current they would have had to immediately withdraw you guys can see there's only one route in and out of the city of solidar and so they would have needed to immediately withdraw before this route was closed entirely uh, when we look at the tactical or the combat map here you guys can see that russia is really doubling down on its ground assaults. I mean, you guys can see there is attacks at, uh, let's see what this is, Kozdolivka uh, on the north end near Krasnopolivka, Solidar, of course, Krasnohora, um, and into Bakhmut itself. So we're seeing, and of course, in Klitschivka in the south. So you can see that Russia is pressing its advance as hard as it possibly can. It's interesting because this is an operational tempo that we simply have not seen from Russia in some time. And it's not clear to me um, how they are sustaining it. Um, this is because we've seen up until this point a daily tempo in which there would be an attack uh, within 12 to 24 hours. It would be shelling. They would conduct some sort of refit, and then they would launch another ground assault. Uh, and that this tempo seemed to be the most that Russia could sustain. It was taking significant casualties. So to see their forces advance and attack day, day after day in an almost continuous assault is unusual to say the least and i suspect that this is something that they may take solidar and i believe possibly just run out of gas um proverbially or literally when we look at war mapper who i think probably has the best data this depicts of course what i think is the most up-to-date uh this is as of 6 p.m yesterday and you can see that Solidar, it basically the entire urban center, urban core of Solidar, urban is being generous, I know it's sort of a village, um, is occupied by Russian forces, and that Ukrainian forces only control the western outskirts near Blahodatne. Of course, this itself is a problem. So what is Russia going to do next? Well, I suspect that they are going to try to even out this front line and then possibly try to take Krasnohora or Blahodatne, right? Make some sort of effort to continue their encirclement of Bakhmut. Russian propaganda, of course, somewhat prematurely declared victory in Solidar. Um, but nonetheless, they even the propaganda acknowledged that Solidar was incidental to trying to surround and cut off Bakhmut. But even if they could do that, it's still a really tall order. And the reason is because 
Well, Bakhmut still has a lot of routes feeding into it from the west. So even if you could somehow cut them off, Russia would need to find a way to stop Ukrainian forces in Chasovyar from reinforcing Bakhmut itself. That said, the bigger question that they have is, of course, can they hold the Russians at some of these towns? You can see here, there's large open spaces here that would be very difficult to cross. Um, but Ukraine needs to have defense or, or defensive positions that can exploit this open area, right? Because if right, Russia, again, needs to surround Bakhmut quite a bit in order to make this offensive, uh, in order to really threaten Bakhmut. They need tremendous, tremendous, they need to seize a tremendous amount of territory uh, by their standards. That said, of course, you guys can see that the, in other news, at least, first, Russia appears to have uh, had a sudden surge in naval activity in the Black Sea. It's not clear what this means. It may reflect some sort of movement or uh, possibly even movement of troops, right? Going, it may be faster simply to move troops uh, from places like Hersan, the withdrawn Hersan, um, and move them via ship instead of via rail from perhaps Crimea. Uh, to continue to exploit this offensive in Donetsk. Uh, it's tough to say what this could be. That's sort of my theory, is that they're either moving to support this effort or they are moving to... Uh, uh, either moving troops to support the effort or moving to provide indirect fire support for this effort. Uh, well, another theory is that it could just be a response to a uh, intelligence that there's an imminent Ukrainian threat. As we've seen, Russia definitely needs to take much more seriously the threat of Ukrainian attacks on its naval forces. So what can Ukraine do? Of course, as we talked about, I think Russia is going to continue to advance and encircle Bakhmut. Ukraine needs to find a stable defensive position in which it can effectively hold Russian forces. If I just sort of casually look at the map, I might actually use this river here as a defensive barrier. Uh, it's not clear if it's, it may be too small, it may be frozen solid, but it seems like a fairly substantial uh, river that can't at least be crossed on foot so it may be a good bet to try to use this as a natural barrier destroy all the bridges dig in on the opposite side and pre-position your artillery there uh, of course that still gives that still is not necessarily uh defensible enough it would still leave bachman fairly exposed but it would reduce the likelihood of a major breakthrough Nah, well, that's not even great either, because look, that would mean Ukraine has to take this open, unoccupied area, and Russia gets this much more defensible urban space. So it's possible they may simply try to stabilize the line right here, uh, near Blahodatne, uh, or and simply create, use this rail line and the accompanying development and infrastructure as Ukraine's line of contact. There's a lot of ways they could solve this problem, um, but again, it's going to rely on a strong defensive effort and entering into prepared positions. Uh, 
and of course, continuing to pressure Russian supply and logistics lines, because it's always worth noting that as Russia advances, it stretches its supply lines thinner and thinner. If rumors are to be believed, their troops already are fairly poorly supplied. They really don't have logistic systems that have been reliably delivering food and water and ammunition to the front and moving broken men and material to the rear. So as they advance quick, quickly by Russian standards, uh, you're going to see those lines get stretched out more and more, and it's possible that they will end up exhausting their supply lines. I'll be curious to see if that ends up playing out in reality. Anyway, that's all I had for today's update. Uh, wish I had better news, but you know, we're here to report just the facts. Uh, if you guys want the uncensored combat video breakdown, it's a new video. It's going to drop tomorrow. We're going to be doing as much of the combat footage from Solidar uh, as my psyche can watch. Uh, so definitely become a member of the Patreon. The link is in the description. Thanks to my lieutenant tier patrons, and I'll see all you guys in the next one.